You're listening to the B-School Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, embodiment coach and founder of Inner Workout. Consider B-School your invitation to becoming a student of yourself. So come on, let's get studying. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of B-School. I am really excited to be recording this. In full transparency, I've been a little off on my recording schedule because of all the shifts that have been happening with COVID-19. I am living with my in-laws right now, and I've been navigating things with the interviews, and it's just been a little bit different. And it makes a lot of sense that today what I'm talking to you about is the lessons that I've learned from COVID-19, the lessons that I've learned from coronavirus. So this experience has taught me a lot, and it's come at a really interesting time as I've been leaning more into being a business owner. And then all of a sudden this happened and I had to think really differently. So I'm just going to share the lessons that I'm learning. These are, as it often is on this podcast, these are things that are in process. These are things that I'm still learning, still working on. And I always am open to hearing what you're learning as well. So first lesson is stay informed responsibly. So I think that when anything big is going on, it's really important to be informed. Part of this comes from the fact that I am a Black woman. People fought so that I could be civically engaged, both as a woman and as a Black person. And so I think it's really important, vitally important, that I'm always staying engaged and abreast to what's happening. Now, That doesn't mean constantly looking at what's going on. And again, like I mentioned, I'm staying at my in-laws right now. They watch like the evening news, the afternoon news, stuff like that. That's not something that was in my practice before. So what I was finding really early on in this is that I would wake up, listen to my news podcast. I love listening to Up First in the morning. And then... I would want to know what's going on. So I'd find myself Googling certain things. And then around three or four, that's when my governor, J.B. Pritzker, comes on. And then the president comes on. And I had to cut myself off pretty early on from listening to his remarks because Honestly, it's ridiculous to hear the way that he's flip-flopping, to see how he's putting people's lives in danger. So that one I realized early on, I got to cut that out. But I was having that on in the background while I was catching up for emails. And then we'd eat dinner and then we'd maybe watch something together, do something together. And then the evening news would be on in the background. And it was just a lot of overload, a lot of opinions. And that doesn't even include like me going on Facebook. Part of how I do networking is through Facebook groups. So I'd be on Facebook and then I'd see articles posted. Then I go on Instagram and everyone's posting a story, a graphic, whatever. And it was getting to be a lot and it was wearing on me. And so I had to be really aware of what was serving me in terms of staying informed and what wasn't. And so now what I do primarily is listen to Up First in the morning, 
listen to NPR Politics in the evening. Both of those podcasts are about 15 minutes long, really bite-sized. I can listen to them as I'm getting ready, doing something else. And then I'll take a peek at the New York Times. They have their daily blurb that just says what's going on. I can't control if news is on in the background. Sometimes I'll still just check some of J.B. Pritzker's responses, but overall, I'm not proactively searching things. I'm going to Facebook with a purpose, not allowing myself to get caught up. So staying informed responsibly has been something that I've had to learn and have to continue to check myself on. Another big lesson, and it's not like it's anything new, but it's just really apparent right now that we are all connected. We are all connected, even looking at the way this virus spreads. It spreads through the air. It spreads because I touch something and then you touch something and you're seeing this connection. But then you're also seeing how markets are connected. If people can't travel, then they can't stay in hotels. And then that affects restaurants. If this is happening in tech, then that affects this other area. And so seeing the way these markets are interwoven and are connected has become more apparent than we often realize. And with businesses as well, it's just so, so interesting seeing businesses, seeing nonprofits that I care about. When crises like these happen, there are all of these ripple effects and it just shows how connected we are. And when it comes to remedying these, it's having to say, okay, you know what? I could buy this thing on Amazon, but I'm going to choose to support the small business. Or I could do X, but I'm going to choose to do Y instead. So seeing the ripple effects, this domino effect of something pretty awful happening, but also seeing how the way that we counteract that is through that same sense of connection. I've talked about this before, not sure on the podcast, but I've definitely talked about it which now I'm like, that doesn't matter. You don't follow me around all the time. But this concept of Ubuntu, a person is a person through other persons. And it is so clear right now. Like my humanity is intertwined with your humanity. My ability to provide for myself as a business owner is intertwined with who you choose to support when you're buying goods. It's all connected. And that's so clear right now. And I'm hopeful that this will change how we choose to connect in the future. Another lesson that I've learned is just to diversify as a business owner. So this is going a little bit more businessy now, but I had a big consulting engagement that was pushed back indefinitely. I'm actually going to do an episode soon this Friday where you'll hear more about what, what happened and what I'm doing. But I had a big consulting engagement that was pushed back. I was supposed to be traveling. And obviously, that's not happening right now. That was an in-person engagement. And then a lot of what I was building with Inner Workout was in-person classes, certifying people in person. Yes, I did have online offerings, but a lot was in-person. And so realizing, okay, what are ways that I can balance how I'm showing up? What can I do to balance my offerings so that... God forbid there's some other thing that comes out and blindsides us that I'm a little bit more stable. 
So I'm thinking a lot about diversification. And this is something that so many business owners that I've been talking to are thinking about as well. Another big lesson is the idea of choosing to serve instead of capitalizing. And we all saw this. We saw businesses that were jacking up prices or people hoarding things and jacking up prices and selling them on like black markets, so to speak, for toilet paper or whatever. We saw a lot of people seeing the opportunity for them really selfishly. But then we saw all of these companies choosing to serve, choosing to say, hey, we're going to make this free for a little bit. Or, hey, if you know someone who's affected, I just was working with Chicago Scholars. I was volunteering before I got on to record. And they are providing so much support right now to the scholars and their programs who otherwise wouldn't have been able to afford to get home. This goes back to the connectedness piece. But yes, it made sense to close colleges, but not everyone has the disposable income to be able to just pay to pick up and go back home and get where they need to. So Chicago Scholars chose to serve in a different way than they normally serve and help their scholars get back to their homes, help their scholars whose parents may not be able to work right now because of sheltering in place. So look at companies. I think of companies who like chose to shut down their production of what they normally do, whether that's perfume or clothing or whatever. Say, we're going to make masks. We're going to make hand sanitizer right now, and we're going to donate it. Like, After this is all over, those are the companies that I'm going to support, not the companies who are trying to use fear-mongering tactics, not the ones that are hoarding and looking out for their bottom line. Even companies who have had to make really hard decisions because of the industries that they're in, and maybe they have to let people go, but I'm seeing how they're choosing to let people go, and that's affecting who I'm going to support after this and who I'm not going to. I saw this one company that on March 19th did a 19% off sale. I think that is in terrible taste. Maybe they do have some things that are going on with their own bottom line and they're having to figure things out. But to be like, here's a sale. And I forget what the copy was. I'll have to look it up. But it was really Oh, it's like celebrate with us, 19% off. What are we celebrating? The fact that thousands of people are dying. So companies who are choosing to serve and not to capitalize are the ones that I see winning, not just now, but for the long term. So that's a lesson that I'm learning. And that's a lesson that I'm trying to model and embody as well, is to choose to serve. Another lesson has just been for me around limiting beliefs. Because my tendency is to focus so much on serving, I was sometimes doing a disservice to myself and being afraid to sell and being able, being afraid to offer anything paid. And I've had to work through that. I will talk about this more in a future episode, but I've really had to sit and be like, oh, dealing with all of my junk, doing the inner work. Yes, I own a company called Inner Workout, but actually doing the inner work of figuring out how I'm going to show up through this and how I'm going to come out of this. So I've been doing so much work around my limiting beliefs, and there's been a lot of lessons for me in that. And then the final lesson that I'll say is that it is really who you know, really, truly who you know. And what do I mean by that? I mean that 
I have never felt so connected to community, which is strange because I'm sitting in a basement. I have not seen people who aren't my in-laws in a long time. And yeah, I feel so connected. And it's because I'm getting plugged in to these groups of other entrepreneurs. I'm trying to support my friends. I'm present and connected in a way that I haven't been before. And these opportunities are coming out of it. Like really, really cool opportunities are coming out of it. And it's because I'm choosing to stay connected and to allow myself to be supported and to support others. And so they, a lot of times people will say, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I was always like, yeah, that's true. Like it's important to meet people, but it's like in the tough times, seeing people go to bat for you, people like, I had a wonderful conversation with a woman yesterday who I worked with in my first job out of college. That was five years ago that we worked together. And she took a call with me and served me in a way that I wasn't even expecting. I thought that she would answer a couple questions for me. And she left this call like, you know what? And I'm going to look into this for you. And I'm going to look into this. And maybe you want to consider this. And I was like, oh my goodness, what have I been missing out on? Because I wasn't prioritizing this type of community because I was afraid to reach out to people because I was afraid that I didn't know enough to support them, that I was afraid that they wouldn't want to support me. And just to see the way that people have come together in this time is one of the most inspiring things I've seen in a a really, really long time. And you can probably hear me. I'm getting fired up. I could do a whole episode just shouting out the people who have supported me during this time in the ways that I feel like I've been able to support other people. And that being said, if there is a way that you think that I can support you, I'm not just saying this. If you want to spend 15 minutes chatting and running something by me, if you think that I know someone that it would be helpful for you to be connected to, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. This is important. This type of connection is important. Me supporting you is important. You supporting someone else is important. I can't underscore that enough. So you always know where to find me. You can DM me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. You can shoot me an email at taylorelease.com. Yeah, I want to be here for y'all in this time. And so, yeah, those are the lessons that I've been learning during this whole time of COVID-19. And I'm sure that at some point in the future, when we are out of this, I will have more that I can share. But this is my nitty gritty in the moment, what I've learned over the past month or so. And I think it's important for me to just be honest about where I'm at and hope that it can be helpful for you too along the way. So if anything in this episode resonated with you, One of the easiest ways that you can support me is just to share it with a friend, put it on your stories, send them an email with the link, whatever feels comfortable for you. But I never take that for granted. It always means the world for me. It always brightens my day. So I'm going to step down off my soapbox. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back in your earbuds later this week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison, Elise is E-L-Y-S-E, and check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.